Miss Systemomics. Miss Systemomics is a weekly podcast that focuses on the three E's educating, encouraging, and empowering listeners on how to live their best authentic life. I'm your host, Ashley Natrice, and let's start the show. What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl. It's your host, Ashley Natrice. And I hope you guys have had an amazing week so far. Today is the last episode of the year 2018. It's coming to a wrap for the Sister Talk with Mrs. Thanamas podcast. I just have to give a very sincere thank you to each and every person who tunes in to listen to me, anyone who has shared the podcast, anyone who has rated the podcast. And if you haven't, I need for you to go do that on Apple Podcasts. You can rate, you can leave me a comment, you can like or share on SoundCloud as well. We're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher. We out here, okay? And I need for my Sister Talk with Mrs. Anonymous podcast listeners to share it with other people who want to tune in and hear a little bit more from me every week. I am just so grateful for each one of you who listen, who've given me feedback, who've reposted, who have tagged me on Instagram, on Facebook. I mean, I just have no words for the amount of gratitude I have in my heart for you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I have a lot in store for you all next year. I have some great guests that are going to be coming on. We're going to be exploring some new topics and diving a little deeper into topics that I think interest you all. So please, if you have any suggestions, if there's anything you want to hear more of, hit me up. You can find me on Instagram, Ashley underscore Natrice. I'm on Facebook. Miss Sustanomics, you can hit me in the email as well and always find me on the website, MrSustanomics.com. But I hope you guys enjoyed the Mesh Up episode last week, episode 19 with After Five with my little brother, Nathan. I got a ton of great feedback on it. We had a very great conversation. I really enjoyed recording with him and allowing you guys in on our lives a little bit more to get to know us, our ups and downs. I think one of the key things that I got from listening to the episode again and just from the feedback that I received is that, you know, you have to work at your relationships with the people who you consider your family, you know. Just because they're your mother, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, just because you're blood related to them doesn't necessarily make you guys um, have a true and deep relationship. You just know each other and you just know that's your your cousin or, you know, that's my auntie. But you have to really work at having a relationship with the people that are in your life that you love and that are family by default, but that you like because you put in the effort to get to know them. And so I hope everyone was able to take away something positive from the conversation. We are still, you know, promoting that episode. So if you have anyone who wants to hear more about family dynamics and what sibling relationships look like 
and hear, you know, our ups and downs, feel free to share that episode with them. But today, I want to wrap up the year by talking about some ways that you can finish the year strong. I know we are getting to that time of the year. It is the holiday season. Our minds are starting to wonder at work because I will tell you that I'm struggling. Like every day, why am I here? (laughs) I'm trying to do my work, but all I got on my mind is my vacation coming up and celebrating Christmas with my friends and my family. Although I do not have a treat up. I know I am slacking. I know you don't have to tell me. Don't judge me. I'm going to get one up. I just haven't really been in a full-blown holiday spirit. So today I turned on some Mariah Carey, the Christmas album, trying to get myself there, trying to listen to, you know, different Christmas music and do a little shopping to get myself a little bit more in the spirit. But I am going to get a tree up. Even if it goes up a couple of days before Christmas, I will have one up in my house. So that is my goal. But when we're coming to this time of the year, it's really easy for us to kind of just shut down everything that's going on right now and we start focusing in on the future. We start seeing all the posts about 2019 and different goals and planners and all of this stuff. And we try to jump ahead and, you know, 2019 is going to be my best life year. I'm going to reach out my goals in 2019. But what I want to talk to you guys about today is some things that you can do right now, today, the day you're listening to this while we're still in the year 2018. Because really 2019 isn't promised to any of us. We should be making the most of the moments that we have right now. And so one of the first things that I think you should do before the end of the year is really do a true reflection on your 2018. Take a look back. A lot of times what we tend to do is just focus on what's going on right now when we're reflecting. So maybe the last month or two, is what's on the the forefront of your mind. But go back to January, go back to February, March, April, May. Go back and reflect on what happened at the beginning of the year because so much can change in 365 days. Your life can look totally different on December the 31st than what it did on January the 1st of that year. So go back and do some self-reflection. Think about what all went really well for you Because we all have had moments this year where we were winning, where we felt great and wonderful and joy. You know, maybe you got a promotion. Maybe you were finally able to save some money up for something you were needing to purchase or something you wanted to purchase. Maybe you were able to take some great trips. You know, maybe you were able to make some new great friends or meet a boo thing or get engaged or close on your house or just work on your self-care. Maybe you just became a better version of yourself this year. Whatever it is, I want you to go back and really reflect on some of the things that went really, really well in your life in 2018. And think about what those things did for your self-esteem, for your confidence, how those wins made you feel. Because as you think about 2019, 
we're all searching to reach our goals because we're seeking a certain feeling. We want to feel loved. We want to feel respected. We want to feel accomplished. We want to feel successful. You know, we're really all seeking a certain feeling that we're going to get by achieving the goal that we set for ourselves. And so if you can tap into those feelings and remember how you felt when you were able to accomplish some of the things that you accomplished this year, it's going to give you a little bit more momentum going into 2019 to say, okay, when I reached this goal in 2018, this is how I felt. On the flip side, you can also be reflecting on the things that you didn't win in, things that you may consider failures, but are really just lessons learned this year that you can go back and figure out what did I do right? Where can I improve? You know, what things did I drop the ball on? You got to get real with yourself. You got to say, you know, where did I procrastinate? Where was I too lazy? Where was I inconsistent? Where did I just give up? Where are the areas that I really need to make sure that I put my best foot forward next year? So in order for you to be able to really hone in on what you need to be doing in 2019, you really need to do some self-reflection on what you were able to accomplish or not accomplish in 2018. And maybe some of those goals that you had this year need to be carried over to next year and you really put a focus in on completing those tasks that you already have out there instead of adding on 15,000 other things that you already No, you're not going to be able to do, but you're just doing them because it sounds good because it's a new year and a new you. And a new year and a new you does not happen unless you reflect on where you need to step up and where you did really well. A lot of the reasons why we don't accomplish the things that we set in front of ourselves is one, we don't change our mindset. We don't shift our mind from a, I want to do something to a, I am committed to doing this. So we give ourselves passes like, uh, I didn't accomplish this this year, so I'll just move it to next year. I didn't accomplish this next year, so let me move it to the to the next year. We don't hold ourselves accountable for the things that we say we want to achieve every year. We just say it because it sounds good. And then when we don't do it, it's like, oh, well, I didn't think I was going to be able to do that anyway. No, we are not settling for being mediocre next year. So I need you to get clear on the things that you need to be doing better in 2019. Reflect on your 2018 because being mediocre is not what it is. That's not the type of life you want to live. Who wants to be out here living a mediocre life? You want to be out here living a an excellent life, a fulfilled life, a life that you enjoy, a life that brings you happiness and peace and laughter and less worry because life is going to happen. Things are going to happen. That's just a part of it. But control what you can control. And by doing a little reflection on 2018, you can get more clear about the things that you need to be doing differently next year. It's a great way for you to just clean the slate and make sure that you are in alignment with the things you say you want to accomplish. So the first tip I would give you is to truly reflect on your 2018. The second thing I would say is to declutter. We all have a lot of clutter. 
And I'm not necessarily talking about clutter in your home. I'm talking about clutter in your mind. So maybe you just need to do a dump on a piece of paper. So one of the things that I'm going to start doing going forward as a new exercise, so if you guys want to do it with me, let me know how it goes. I've done this a couple of times and sometimes I post like a little reflection of 20, I think I did this like 2015, 2016, but I would do like a reflection back on my previous year. But a lot of times my posts on Facebook from that is from me doing like a brain dump on December the 31st in my journal where I really like write a letter to myself. So I write a letter to myself about the things that happened that year. And the part that I'm going to add this year is after I write a letter to myself about the things that happened this year, I'm going to write a letter to myself about who I want to be and what I want my life to look like in 2019. So it's not necessarily my goals. I'll include that in that letter, but I want to write a letter to myself about what my life really looks like, what my house looks like, what my relationships look like, what my money looks like, how I feel, what's going on. It's a way for me to kind of do a brain dump and declutter my mind of everything that is past and everything that I want to happen in the future. It's just a way for me to get it out on paper. So that's one of the ways that I'm going to be decluttering this year. Another way I'm going to start to declutter and that I have already started to do is to get rid of all of these emails because, girl, I get too many emails, especially during this time of the year where everybody's trying to sell you something. And there are certain sales that your, your bank account is saying that you don't need to be spending money on that just because it's a sale. I can attest to it because I just literally did it. I just walked in a store, just needed to be browsing, just trying to get some ideas for some Christmas gifts. And I walked out buying something that I didn't have no business buying for myself because it was a sale. I was lured in. You know, I got the email and then I went in the store and I was just tempting myself. And I wound up spending money that I wasn't planning on spending. We're all guilty of doing that at some point in time. So what I would challenge you to do, and it's the same thing that I have been doing and will continue to do, is just unsubscribing to some of these emails. If you have an iPhone, it's very easy for you to do that because they have an unsubscribe button at the top of the emails. You can always get back on the email list, but I would challenge you to go through and really look at emails and lists that you're on that no longer really serve you. Decluttering is really going through your life and figuring out what serves you and what doesn't serve you. And that is really probably one of the most important key things that you can do at the end of the year is just when you're doing the self-reflection that we talked about in tip number one is to really figure out what and who serves you and what and who do not serve you. So getting rid of all the clutter in your email inbox, because I can tell you, I got a really powerful email from somebody back in September 
And I missed the email because I had so much clutter in there. I had so many emails from people and companies and things that I don't even care about. I just haven't taken the time out to get rid of them. And I'm like, man, it took me almost two, three months to see this very powerful email. If I didn't have all of these other things in here taking up space, then I would have been able to receive that message from that person a lot sooner. So I would challenge you to go through your email and declutter that. Declutter your home. Go through your home and you know, we're going into new season. We're getting ready to go into the winter time. I'm sure you have clothes and shoes and things that you no longer wear. They're no longer serving you. Get rid of them. Sell them. Give them away. Do what you need to do to get them out your house. Get rid of it. Get rid of the clutter. And the other thing that I would say to do is your social media. Declutter your social media. There's nothing wrong with you muting somebody. There's nothing wrong with you unfollowing somebody. If they're no longer serving you and where you are in your life, it's time for them to go. I don't care if you guys have known each other for 15, 20, 30 years. If you are on their page or you see them pop up on your timeline and you're doing the eye roll, or girl, I wish she would just shut up. She put all her business on Facebook, <laughs> you know. Just unfollow her. <laughs> just just get rid of her. If she's annoying you that much, don't follow her anymore. If he's posting inappropriate things that you are just like, you know what, he's doing a little bit too much, get rid of him. Mute him. If it's social media sites, that you're on and you recognize that you're getting a lot of negativity and things that just really don't feel right anymore for you to be looking at, unfriend them. The T will always be there, okay? It's not going anywhere. You get to determine what you feed your mind. And I don't think we really recognize how much what we look at, what we're scrolling through, what we're watching on TV has an impact on how we think and how we feel. And so it's important for you to do some evaluation on your social media accounts and making sure that people that you're following and that you're interacting with are making you feel better about life. If you find yourself comparing yourself to other people, mute those people, even if they're not doing anything to you per se, they're just living their life, but you find yourself being jealous or envious, unfollow them. We all have those natural emotions at times. And if it starts to overwhelm you, it's easy for you to get into this comparison phase and you're down on yourself. Don't do that. Declutter. 2018, you still got a couple of weeks to do all of this. Declutter. The last thing I'll say about social media and stuff, and this is something that I started to do, It's just to recognize the amount of time I'm spending on there. I am not the person that's going to announce to the world that I'm taking a social media break. I don't really understand why people do that. I think that's more of an ego thing because I'm not really going to miss you if you're not on there. So I would just prefer for you to go away and then come back. But, you know, that's me. That's my opinion. However, if you do feel like you need a break, And I was recognizing because of iPhone's new update 
and they tell you how much screen time did you have and they break it down and tell you how long you've been on certain apps that I was spending entirely too much of my time on social media apps and on YouTube and sometimes even on podcasts. I was just spending too much time on those apps. So now what I've been able to do is go in and dictate the amount of time I'm on the app. So I will go in and set parameters. So right now, from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m., I cannot get on any app besides my iMessage, my phone, the weather, and my clock. That's it. From 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. So if you have DM'd me or messaged me on any social media after that time and I don't respond to you until the next day, that's the reason why, because I don't see it until 7 a.m. the next morning. This has helped me to really settle my mind at the end of the night because I tend to not go to bed till about 11, 30, 12. I'm trying to work on that, but I'm a night owl, but I'm trying to do better. But it helps me to kind of wind down without looking at a screen before I go to bed. And I can't really sleep with the TV on. I can, but I prefer not to. So I'm nine times out of 10, I'm not sleeping with the TV on. So I just have a little quiet time with myself and it's helped me to journal more. Um, it's helped me to open up my physical Bible more before I go to bed and really just get a little bit more centered before I go to sleep without constantly scrolling on social media or on apps. And so that's a suggestion for you guys if you're trying to cut back on your screen time, if you're trying to just kind of get your mind right for the end of the year, especially when you get ready to do some reflecting like we discussed in tip number one, decluttering in some of these other areas will help assist you in that reflection phase. The last and final tip is just a little bit more detail on picking a theme. I mentioned this in my 8 for 2018 podcast, and I had a couple of people ask me how I did this. And so it all ties into reflection and decluttering again. Last year, I remember listening to a podcast. Well, I guess it would have been 2016. I listened to a podcast by my lead, Teal. She was talking about her word of the year and how she utilized that to kind of be her theme and center her once she was, you know, going through life and her business and stuff. It just helped her have a solid foundation for what she was trying to accomplish that year. And so last year, my theme was grace. And you probably have heard me talk about grace a whole lot. And that's very intentional because I was very intentional on incorporating grace into my life this year. And I have had ups and downs with grace, grace for other people, grace for myself. But I can say because that was at the foundation of everything that I was trying to do, it really helped me stay focused and helped me really pay attention to how much grace I was extending to others and to myself. And I really think it was it made a huge transformation on how I see myself, um, how other people see me, how I move in the world. 
I really think utilizing that word, meditating on that word, praying about that word, making sure that I was in alignment with that word. If I got off track, it helped to bring me back. So I think choosing a theme for your year really helps set the tone for whatever you're trying to accomplish. So I have done the reflection. I have done the declutter and will continue to do the declutter and will continue to do the reflection. And I came up with this year, my theme is going to be focus for 2019 because I have 10,000 thoughts go through my mind at all times. I am the definition of an overthinker. I'm constantly thinking. I always have to have pen and paper with me because I'm always writing down little thoughts that come up. I'm always talking into my notes on my phone. I'm always just jotting down on sticky notes, little things that pop up. My mind is just constantly, constantly going. And because I have a mind like that and I'm a visionary and I see things, I also want to make things happen right then and there. And I can't do that. Sometimes I need to slow down and I need to focus. Sometimes I'm trying to do three or four different projects at once and I'm not able to fully execute those thoughts and those plans to the full extent because I'm trying to do too much. And so next year, my word is focus, 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 focus. Are you doing too much? If you are, you need to say no. (laughs) That's what I'm going to tell myself next year. Stop trying to, to multitask way too much. I think we give ourselves too much credit that we think we can multitask a lot better than we really can. So in the process of the next two weeks, I'm going to try to Just ask God to give me a scripture that goes along with my key word of focus because I felt like that's what he was telling me I needed to do to slow down and to focus. I want a scripture to go along with that. And I'll probably create me a prayer or something that matches that as well. So when I find myself doing too much, I can come back to that word and I can also have a word from him and a prayer to him to help me get back in alignment and to keep a solid foundation on focus in 2019. So just a quick recap of the three things that I want you guys to think about before the end of the year is number one, reflect on your 2018, what worked, what didn't work. Um, Number two, declutter, declutter your life, your thoughts, your social media, your home, Get all of that junk out so you can start fresh in the new year. And number three, pick a theme for next year. Let me know what your theme is. DM me, email me, message me, let me know. And then I hope we can get back together at the end of next year. And we can all talk about how utilizing a theme for our year, whether it worked for us or if it didn't work for us. You know, everything may not work for everyone, but it's always um great to try something new to see if it will work. So I hope you guys have a great, great holiday. Christmas is coming up. I hope you enjoy 
wonderful time with your family, with your friends, create great memories. Um, I hope your new year is blessed and exciting and you all are safe. Again, I just want to say thank you so, so much for you tuning in. I cannot wait for God has in store for each one of you on next year and for Mrs. Tsunamis and the Sister Talk with Mrs. Tsunamis podcast. I can just see great things happening. I know God has great things in store. And so I hope you all have a great holiday and I will chat with you all in the new year. Bye. Thanks for checking out this week's show. To keep up with me, check me out on Facebook at Miss Systemomics, on Instagram at Miss.Systemomics, and on the website where you can ask questions, MissSystemomics.com. Until next time.